Hello and welcome to this week's Three Shifts edition by Six Pages, the source for far-reaching market shifts and what they mean. It's November 13th, 2020. Here are the three shifts that you need to know this week. One, China reigns in its big tech firms with a new focus on antitrust. Two, Honda will mass-produce Level 3 autonomous cars by March. And three, Samsung regains top spot in a reshuffled global smartphone leaderboard. Shift 1. China reigns in its big tech firms with a new focus on antitrust. China, historically relatively hands-off in regulating its homegrown big tech champions, has signaled a change in attitude over the past two weeks. As made evident in a series of actions taken by regulators, China is getting tougher with its big tech firms as it seeks to curb their power and independence. The actions are part of a broader move by China's ruling party to bring the private sector in line with national strategies. Ripples are already being felt. The market value of Chinese tech companies dropped almost $290 billion in just two days. A key moment came last week, when the state-run Shanghai Stock Exchange suspended the highly anticipated Ant Group IPO just two days before the target date. A concurrent listing on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange was also paused. It was expected to be the largest IPO ever, raising up to $37 billion at a $300 billion-plus valuation. Alibaba affiliate Ant Group is a financial giant in China, with over 1 billion users and both the country's largest digital payment platform, Alipay, with over $17 trillion in annual transaction value, and leading digital finance platform, offering lending, wealth management, and insurance. Chinese President Xi Jinping reportedly made the call to stop the IPO, in response to public comments by Ant Group controlling shareholder Jack Ma criticizing risk-averse regulators for holding back technological innovation. Nominally, the stop on the IPO was based on a shifting fintech regulatory environment. The government just drafted new rules regulating fintechs more like banks, significantly increasing the capital they need to carry to make loans. Ant Group had shifted its digital finance business towards a marketplace model, connecting customers with third-party financial services, for example from 100 partner banks. Under the draft rules, online lenders would need to fund 30% of their loans, up from 2% today for Ant Group. Loans would also be capped at one-third of the borrower's annual pay. The rules could slash Ant Group's valuation by $140 billion, making it harder to raise the $20 billion needed to back its current loan portfolio. The rules also push Ant back into financial services and further from its desired asset-light technology positioning and valuation. This past week had another gut punch for Chinese big tech. The State Administration for Market Regulation drafted its first-ever antitrust rules focused on market-leading tech firms such as Alibaba, Tencent, and JD.com. The draft, open for public comment until November 30th, defines and provides remedies for anti-competitive behaviors. Examples include unfair pricing, for example, price fixing, price discrimination, pricing below cost, exclusivity clauses, for example, requiring vendors list only on one platform, collusion, for example, sharing sensitive data and algorithmic coordination, and bundling of goods. Violators could be forced to divest assets or IP, open up infrastructure, license technologies, or terminate agreements. Variable interest entities, VIE, widely used by large Chinese tech firms to tap foreign capital and list overseas, would also have to apply for approval under the rules. 
By and large, Chinese tech firms in the spotlight have signaled their willingness to cooperate with regulators, mostly because they have little choice. The ramp-up in antitrust activity in China mirrors the rest of the world. In the U.S., Google, Visa, and Facebook have been in the sights of antitrust regulators, and the critical Section 230 protections for platforms are currently being clarified by the FCC. In Europe, Apple, Amazon, and Google have been in the headlines, with the EU set to release new antitrust guidance next month. Even regulators in India are flexing their muscles, though unlike China, India is putting the heat on foreign players like Google. To read more content related to public listings, regulation, and Ant Group, check out our September 2nd, 2020 brief, The Future of the Global Stock Exchanges. In our August 28th, 2020, Three Shifts edition, Ant Group's growth and margins are positioning it for the largest IPO ever to date. Shift 2. Honda will mass-produce Level 3 autonomous cars by March. On Wednesday, Honda announced it had received approval from Japanese regulators to sell a version of its Legend Luxury sedan equipped with Level 3 automated driving features in Japan. Its quote-unquote traffic jam pilot technology will let drivers take their eyes off the road while the car is in congested traffic on an expressway. While the use case is relatively limited, the vehicle, which Honda will begin selling by March 2021, could be the first mass-produced autonomous vehicle at level 3 or above in the world. As a reminder, the Society of Automotive Engineers, SAE, defines six levels of automation, ranging from level 0, no sustained control, level 1, hands-on, and level 2, hands-off monitoring, to the more autonomous level 3, eyes-off, level 4, mind-off, and level 5, steering wheel optional. As points of reference, Tesla's Autopilot and Full Self-Driving, FSD, are currently at Level 2 automation and inching up to Level 3. Alphabet's Waymo reached Level 3 back in 2012 and is currently at Level 4 high automation. And there are no vehicles with Level 5 full automation yet. The CEO of Waymo has suggested we may never get to Level 5, i.e. able to drive anywhere in any condition. There are several manufacturers, most notably Tesla, mass-producing vehicles with Level 2 features such as lane centering, adaptive cruise control, and braking support. These quote-unquote driver support features generally still require drivers to monitor the environment and the car's movement. Tesla FSD gets closer to level 3 with automatic lane changes, parking, and car summoning features in which the system controls the vehicle's movements and maneuvers around other vehicles. In Tesla FSD's current state, however, drivers are not supposed to take their eyes off, which means it's still level 2. Even with Eyes Off Level 3, there will be instances where the system will request that human drivers take over. There is some controversy around Level 3's safety. The transition between Eyes Off Autonomy and human driving, when intervention is required, can be tricky. The premium German brands have been the main players pursuing Level 3. Audi released an A8 with built-in Level 3 in 2018, but never activated it, discontinuing the feature this year due to liability. BMW, in the announcement of its just-launched iX electric SUV, made no mention of the expected Level 3 features. Mercedes, as of now, appears to be the only one moving ahead with Level 3 autonomy, with its 2021 S-Class to be released in Germany in late 2021, though it's unlikely we'll see this feature activated in the U.S. Due to safety and regulatory concerns, most automakers are skipping Level 3 to pursue Level 4 autonomy. A broad array of OEMs and technology players are racing to achieve this level. In California, there are now five players allowed to test vehicles without a safety driver, 
Alphabet affiliate Waymo, also operating a driverless robo-taxi service in Arizona, delivery startup Neuro, also in Texas and Arizona, and raised $500 million this week at a $5 billion valuation, Alibaba-backed AutoX, Amazon-owned Zooks, and GM and Honda affiliate Cruise. These are typically testing delivery or robo-taxi use cases within defined geographic areas. Despite the recent buzz, we won't see a fully autonomous car in every garage for decades, if ever. Even safety concerns aside, the near-term economics of self-driving vehicles, estimated to cost in the hundreds of thousands of dollars, will be prohibitive for personal car ownership. The price point probably won't get within 20% of a traditional car until 2030 or later. It is the business applications, local delivery, ride-hailing, and shuttle services that will be commercialized first. To read more content related to autonomous vehicles, check out our June 26, 2020, Three Shifts edition, Amazon moves into autonomous vehicles with the $1 billion-plus acquisition of Zooks. In our April 28, 2020 brief, Robotaxis, Local Delivery, and the Future of Driverless Ground Vehicles. Shift 3. Samsung regains top spot in a reshuffled global smartphone leaderboard. IDC recently published its Q3 2020 smartphone report, revealing the current state of the volatile global leaderboard. The leaders in the past four quarters have been Huawei in Q2 2020, Samsung in Q1 2020, Apple in Q4 2019, and Samsung in Q3 2019. With 354 million smartphones shipped in Q3 2020, Samsung reclaimed the number one spot with 80 million shipments, up 2.9%, or 23% of the global market. Samsung's pole position was driven by strong growth in its two largest markets, the U.S. and India. In the U.S., Samsung surpassed Apple this quarter for the first time in three years with 34% of the market, versus Apple's 30%. In India, rising anti-Chinese sentiment reportedly helped Samsung pick up share. Globally, Huawei was number two with 52 million shipments, or 15% of the market, losing the top spot to Samsung with a 22% year-over-year decline. Global regulatory pressure and export controls hurt Huawei's competitiveness outside of China. Even in China, supply constraints from U.S. sanctions are putting pressure on Huawei's leading position, in addition to competition from domestic competitors Vivo and Oppo and Xiaomi. Xiaomi passed Apple with 47 million shipments, or 13% of the market, entering the ranks of the top three smartphone makers globally, a first for the Chinese player. The phone maker saw substantial growth of 42% year-over-year, in part due to its capturing of share from Huawei, its emphasis on affordability, and strength in India, China, and Europe. Xiaomi continues to invest aggressively, in January 2020, committing over $7.2 billion for 5G, AI, and IoT over the next five years. Apple slipped to number four for the first time in a decade, with 42 million shipments, or 12% of the market. The 11% decline was largely due to the delay of the iPhone 12, stemming from coronavirus-related supply chain issues. Apple is expected to recapture ground with its four 5G-capable iPhone 12 models announced in October. In the U.S., the iPhone 12 is expected to help boost 5G phones to 20% of unit sales this year. Rounding out the top five is Vivo, with 32 million shipments, up 4.2%, or 9% of the market. In addition to growing in China, Vivo saw nearly 30% year-over-year growth in India with its lower-end models. It also has significant share in Southeast Asia. 
Vivo recently announced an expansion into six new European markets, including the UK, Germany, and France, positioning in a more premium price range. 5G, which is promising faster download speeds, more bandwidth, and lower latency, is the next battleground for phone makers. Despite still low demand for 5G at this point, vendors are marketing the promise of 5G as part of the reason for consumers to upgrade. Qualcomm, which makes smartphone chips and licenses its IP on a per-handset basis, recently reported quarterly revenue up 73% year-over-year. It also presented a strong forecast based on expectations that 5G networks would drive phone upgrades. While Samsung, Huawei, Xiaomi, and smaller players like LG have offered 5G phones for some time, the release of a 5G-capable iPhone could signify a major step change. With nearly 1 billion iPhone users worldwide, analysts are predicting a surge in iPhone upgrades by consumers who have been waiting for 5G, with estimates ranging from 180 million to 240 million shipments in the next 12 months. The 5G battle is still in its infancy, however, and we can expect to see Android-based phone makers vying to catch up. In the U.S., only one in five Android smartphones are 5G-compatible today, leaving room for Apple to try to convert Android users in the meantime. To read more content related to smartphone manufacturing and competition, check out our October 9th, 2020, Three Shifts edition, Apple and Samsung Shift Manufacturing to India, encouraged by a $6.6 billion incentive scheme. And our June 5th, 2020, Three Shifts edition, Huawei's global competitiveness is threatened by international pressure. That's it for this week's Three Shifts Edition. As a special announcement this week, we'd like to let you know we're increasing the price of our annual Six Pages membership from $199 per year to $299 per year on November 20th. To celebrate a successful first year, we're offering you the chance to sign up as a founding member before then and lock in the current $199 per year rate for life. In addition to locking in current pricing, founding members will also have a direct line to the Six Pages team be able to weigh in on new products and features, and in some cases, get early access before we roll them out to everyone. To sign up, use code FOUNDINGMEMBER859 on our join page at sixpages.com forward slash join anytime before November 20th. The link is also in the show notes. And looking back, what a first year it's been. To pull from just a few of our flagship briefs, We described the satellite internet opportunity nearly a year before SpaceX's Starlink was ready to launch a public beta. We covered national digital currencies more than six months before China announced over $150 million in digital yuan transactions. And we called the renewal of Walmart just before its share price went on a seven-month run, rising over 30%. We also linked up with in-kind partners TED and 500 startups and brought six pages to students at most of the top MBA programs across the country. And this is just the beginning. Going forward, keep an eye out for our upcoming brief on electric vehicles and their growth trajectory. And talk to you again on next week's Three Shifts Edition.